Yeah, so now I'm actually uh, walking around the neighborhood as of now, and um, really, I'm just fired up. I, I, I started to listen to one of the other recordings that I had done on Sound, SoundCloud, and uh, it, it stopped because I was no longer in a vicinity where uh, Wi-Fi is, correct? Um, so I decided to take a little walk and just re-listen to it, but like I said, it stopped. Um, but I pulled up the, the podcast or the uh, cast pod or whatnot and just wanted to record some more. Why not? Why not? Um, so as I'm walking around, I get a chance to reflect on what is it that, that triggered anger in me, right? What is it that triggered anger in me? And I've realized that it wasn't necessarily, um, I, well, I know what it was. It was the simple fact that somebody was expecting, an outer source was expecting for me to meet a need, right? And uh, the question was asked, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, we don't see you working, Right? We don't see you working. You know, we, we pay bills, you know, we eat, we have to pay for, for food, we have to eat, we have to, you know, what are you doing? And I simply asked the question, well, what, what are you expecting? You know, are, are you wanting something? What are you expecting? And the, it was responded, oh, we, that's not it. You know, what are you doing? And I simply asked, well, what would you like for me to do? You know, would, would you like for me to move out? Or do you have a day for me to move out? What would you expect? What, what do you recommend I do? You know, and I and I also very clearly stated, I remember very clearly stating, hey, um, you know, because this was my mother speaking to me and she's not the head of household. So I was like, you know, I, I'd be more than happy to speak with Carlos about this, which he's the head of household. And she, what she mentioned was that he said to her that uh, basically um, it's it's her responsibility. She's the one that brought me into the house and uh, she has to deal with it. Correct. So wh where am I at right now? Um, personally, I have to continue sticking to my guns as far as what I know to be true. And, you know, I asked her very clearly if, if they would desire for me to exit the premise in a sense, you know, then I would highly respect that without any questions. I would respect that because I clearly understand that, um, you know, I'm not paying bills there. I'm not paying the full mortgage. I'm not paying rent. However, do I have an end in mind? Do I have an end goal in mind? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've always been driven. I've always known that I've been capable of doing whatever it is that I want to do. How? That's what I didn't know when I first came into this planet. Nobody ever taught me. Nobody ever shared knowledge with me to teach me to share knowledge with me to let me know that it's possible. So I, I always want to give a shout out to individuals that are openly sharing knowledge right now. People that have invested into me, their time, that have opened up my mind to believing there's more possible, there's more there's more possible It's the infinite amount of possibilities out there as long as you believe in yourself so like like i said you know shout out to those individuals starting with uh, leadership team development they were a phenomenal group of individuals that began to share things with me that rose a passion within me to go ahead and accomplish what is it that i know i could do and granted there's plenty of systems out there that are um, doing things in a sense so they could in the long term get a benefit from you So I can't really control the heart or the mind or the purpose or the motive of somebody else helping me or me But what I could do is I could control the purpose and my motive in helping others Meaning I don't expect the return based off me sharing knowledge and that's the beauty That's the power in openly sharing knowledge See when you openly share your knowledge What is it that you know? then you, you, you can't necessarily expect something in return. That's when you're, in my opinion, a cheerful giver. Like what they say, oh, be a cheerful giver. Go ahead and give, 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 give without expecting nothing in return. 
Well, what does that mean? Are we only thinking in financial terms or are we thinking about, you know, spiritual terms, idea terms, mental terms, belief terms, the things that are way more important than finances, right? So as I, as I get a chance to walk and um, I'm under, I also understand as I walk around, I get a different vibe throughout each neighborhood that I walk through, through each street that I walk through. And that has a lot to do with what I'm learning about the power of environment. Right? The power of the environments that you're in. But the, the environment only controls you if you allow it. The environment only slows you down if you allow it. As I was at the, at the house earlier, I basically, I, I, did, uh, I did rise up. My voice started rising up. I was fucking angry. And you know what? I'm choosing not to look at anger as a bad thing anymore. The only thing I'm doing now is I'm using that same anger, that energy, and I'm channeling it. I'm channeling it to something that's actually good. I'm going to take the time to keep this webinar very short or this podcast very short. Uh, personally, I want to go ahead and just walk and breathe, you know, breathe, you know, so I can rely, so I can get back to my moment, to the, the actual moment that I have, the fact that I still get a chance to walk. I still have my feet. I still have this phenomenal body, my human capabilities, my organs, my wrist, my fingers, my ligaments, my mind, I'm able to speak. And I will not waste it putting it towards somebody else that's going to put a price tag on me that I signed for. It's so easy to go get a job. It's so easy right now to get a job, especially once you begin to know things. Once you raise your level in education and once you know how to properly communicate, it's so easy to get a job. Not only that, these individuals want you in the higher positions to lock you down even more, to put more, more bullshit on you, to put more responsibility on you. And what does that do? It limits you from your own creativeness because in you focusing so much on the, the, the goal, the bigger goal that this individual that hired you to do as you focus on his actual goals, then you get further and further away from, your, from what your capability is. I've always talked about this, and uh, I personally, I've given an analogy before that I, um, I would rather work a $9 an hour job, in a sense, rather than go work for a corporation that's going to pay me fucking 100K or fifth, uh, you know, 200K and plus. And there's a reason for that. Responsibility for the fact that this responsibility that would be on my shoulder would not be for the purpose of what I want to do and accomplish in the earth. It would be for the sole purpose of what that corporate owner or whatever it is that his mindset, his goal has. And I don't want that. Absolutely no. Why? Because I know we're all capable of creating and doing whatever it is that we want to in this universe. Now, in a world where finances is very important, absolutely it's important. But what about financial literacy? What about the education that it takes to to actually do something good with your money rather than waste it and throw it in the dirt. What about that, right? Because everybody's, it's, they recommend, go get a job, go get a job, but no idea or no knowledge, no, no tips, nothing on what to do with your money once you actually make money. So I want to give a shout out to Rich Dad Community, Robert Kiyosaki, the phenomenal book that he wrote, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Because that book helped me to actually manage my money and do better with the money that I was making at the time. Right now, I'm currently not working a job. 
I'm not ha- I don't have a, a, a source. I, I'm not making any earned income. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay because, first of all, it's not about that. It's bigger than that. And I know, I know that as soon as I actually, if I were to, I'm not going to, if I were to go ahead and apply for a position, my creativity, my limitations, everything that's within me will absolutely be cut off the second I sign that, that document, that whatever it takes to make the money that they tell me they're going to pay me. Do I want good for my family? Absolutely. Do I want to see my kids prosper? Absolutely. Do I want to provide for my kid? Absolutely. Do I want to make sure that he's able to do whatever it is that he wants to do? Absolutely. Now let me ask you this. In the man being the example of the household, would I be able to do that? Would I be a good example in going to find a job and being away from my family from nine to five and never really getting a chance to spend any time or invest any time into my son because he has to be in a daycare, being taught by somebody else that I have no idea how they were raised, how their mindset is. I don't know what, what, what lessons they're teaching him. So yes, I've sacrificed a lot. Yes, I've walked away from my family. Yes, I've walked away from, obviously, my son. It sucks. It sucks not having an actual relationship and actually being that influential person in your son's life. Especially when you know how system, how dirty this system was built. And yes, while I was with the woman, of course I could have gotten a job. There was a point where I was working. There was a point where I was working and it wasn't my son at that point. Was I influencing anything? No. What I was doing was taking care of the bills. Just taking care of the bills. You're a, a, a pretty important aspect in my life. You're, you're such a great asset in my life because you're bringing money into the house and the bills are paid. As long as the bills are paid, then you're doing your part. Fuck that. Fuck that. And I've realized that most of my decisions were based around a woman. Most of my decisions in the, in the past were based around a woman. I'll be clear, I was raised with a woman, two girls in the household. Yes, I had a, a different men in the house, but they weren't an example to me. If anything, they were an example of what not to do. So they were an example, just an example of, of what I should not do. So I got a, a huge amount of uh, knowledge transfer in a sense or mindset transfer from women. I understood them. I seen how they operate, not only because I was raised by them, but when I was loose, I began to, I was a womanizer. Boy, I was everywhere when it came to women. All my decisions were based off women. And there was one time where I didn't stick to my guns. And obviously I respected my wife and, you know, she, you know, living under somebody else's roof. It was her mother. You know, I felt the pressure. I had to go find a job at that point, I felt, right? Because nobody actually valued or cared about the education that I was doing on my own time. They thought I was just wasting my time because to, in my, from my perception, a woman thinks you're wasting time if the money's not there. From what I've learned. I could be wrong and I'm sure there's different women out there. But from what I've seen in my experience and in, in, in being with different women, I've noticed that you're not really worth much unless you have a certain dollar amount coming in. And the more you have, the more respect they tend to give. So I put that shit to the test. I put that shit to the test and I was around a phenomenal team, phenomenal team. And I, I tell you what, I got so much respect from all the women around me, 
oh, Brian's doing amazing. Why? Because I had nice shoes, nice, nice clothes. I was walking around with, you know, uh, a fucking amazing posture. And, you know, not only that, I was speaking different. And they seen that. But what they were really believing in, from my perception, was the result that I could get from that. And I know that to be true because the law of reflection doesn't lie. I know that initially what attracted me was the money as well. See, if the money is the foundation of what you do, what you do, you, you need to autocorrect. I gave an analogy about a missile going toward a certain direction, a specific direction. Well, that's one of those areas where once you realize that what you're doing, what, what you're doing is for money, you'll begin to autocorrect yourself. But you have to answer that for yourself. And there was a time where uh, just recently I spoke about uh, sticking to my guns. When, when you know something, nobody could take that knowledge from you because you know it. And when I was living with uh, my wife and or who was my whatever, man, don't don't get so hung up on the detail. Um, when I was living with her, I felt that pressure of, yo, my mom saying, go get a job. And, I, you know, I, out of respect, of course, I get it. I'm living there and I'm so future minded. I'm like, yo, I know that if you just fucking be patient, the money's going to be there. But you can't explain that to somebody that doesn't believe in you. So that's where minding your own business comes into play, fellas. So if, if it's a man right now listening, I highly encourage you to, you know, if you have goals, aspirations, if you've come around a great opportunity that you believe is good for you, keep it within yourself. Yeah, you might want to talk to your homies about it, but realistically, if they're not too ambitious or if they don't have a, um, a lot of support within themselves, I would highly recommend keeping it within yourself and also women. Just keep, keep it away from, from the women around you for now until you get the result. And at that point, you'll get to see a different life or you'll get to see a different uh, reaction that they have around you, the energy that's risen when you have the money. And then you get to decide if that's a healthy relationship for you to be in. But don't make decisions based off what the woman in your life or the lady in your life is actually saying. Don't make decisions based off that because, man, there's uh, blue glasses and pink glasses. They see the world completely different than we do. Completely different. Most women want security. Most women want security. And if you, if you think long term, what security is, is literally a job. That's security. And us men, we're risk takers. We're risk takers. We're inherently made that way. We love the, the adventure. We love to do things that are dangerous. Just go back to when you were at home, you know, all the times that your parents or mainly the mom would be like, oh, be careful, he's going to fall or he's going to get hurt. Dad usually never gives a fuck. Right? Dad usually is like, yo, he'll be straight. He'll be fine. Perception. And if most of us are living our lives based off the perception that the women in our lives have, then we're going to be, we need to autocorrect. And I've done that and I failed in that. But no more. They'll see. They'll see. And they'll reap the benefit. They'll have that money that they desire. They'll be like, damn, I believed. I know they'll say that. I believed in you the whole time. Sure. Sure.